Okay, and we're back. And we're back. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a, a few weeks, but it's been a it's been a quite a, a fun few weeks, though. Yeah, no, we've been we've been we've been seeing each other, uh, even though we are uh, remote. Uh, so we've been hanging out, doing shit. Yeah, we so went we went to a few co- a couple concerts, a couple of concerts, and um, yeah. So and that's what the podcast today is probably going to be about music, right? Yeah. So, okay, so first of all, we went to two concerts. Uh, first, we went to Mr. Worldwide. No, the 305. Mr. 305, Pitbull, in, at the Hollywood Bowl. And, uh, yeah, that was a great venue. It was a great venue. And uh, today, we went to... And we went to My Chemical Romance at My the Chemical Kia Romance Forum. At the Kia Forum. And again... Yeah. Uh, completely different people than... Completely um, different people and... But it was it was a good time. It was both of them were yeah. great times. And uh, in between, I went to Austin City Limits. <laughs> and you did, and uh, you saw Paramore as well. Yeah, Paramore. Uh, it was really good. Yeah. So, right. Uh, so let's go chronologically. So I took you to Pitbull, and I took Coleman to Pitbull. Cause yes. I genuinely believe that. So I'd seen Pitbull before. Yes. And I th- thought that he was the greatest performer ever right i i i i I think he was one of is is the best performer in the business today Mm -hmm. for sure and you guys didn't believe me and we went there and what do you think of the pitbull concert he is i think he was born to be an entertainer i i i think so as well i think i think he was born to be an entertainer yeah no he he got everyone energetic in between uh, you know in between each song I really liked his set because it was like the individual song had itself, like it was a show in itself, and then it would end, the lights would go off, and then the lights would come back onto him, and he would just be smiling at, at the crowd, and I just thought that was amazing because it, it just seemed like he wanted to be there and loved to do it. And I, and I think that's that's the, I think the best part about that was how much he, he loves performing, and you could see it, and mm-hmm. like, it didn't matter, I think it. It was what seventeen thousand people, eighteen thousand people at the Hollywood Bowl. Seventeen it, to eighteen. It could yeah. be f- twenty people, and he'd still like have the same level of energy because mm-hmm. he just wants to entertain. Mm-hmm. And I think that was that was just phenomenal. Um, and I I, I I thought so as well uh, when I, I I saw I, I saw him earlier uh, in July in in Pennsylvania, and I thought that was the best performance uh, mm-hmm. uh, ever and then Pitbull I saw again and he was he was quite 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 amazing yeah uh, w- I, one thing I liked about him is that each individual song is is a uh, sort of a performance in itself but there's this distinct like because the way he designs his set it was you could you remember each individual performance better because today I felt like often like the songs blended into one another because they they uh, maybe because I'm not that familiar with their music mm-hmm. but for me it felt like okay like I the songs blended into one another mm-hmm. but with Pitbull or perhaps with a few other artists that I've seen I think sometimes when they if they are thoughtful about it their their set list is you remember each song differently because there's something different going on. There's there, mm-hmm. there's different lighting. There's different, you know, like he's at a different point at, at the stage or something. Yeah. And it's 
like the, the dancers uh, are different but, or something. Yeah, like like how I mentioned how like they basically had each song be its own performance exactly. almost, and each one was separated separated basically. Yeah, and, and, and I think the best thing about Pitbull was is is fillers in between songs, right? And I I don't know if it was the best thing, but I I really loved it. Uh, the the fact that you know because when he talks and he's just he's he's just you know he's he's, he's like a motivational speaker, uh, mm-hmm. and, and he just talks in like you know it's like you feel connected to him mm-hmm. to a certain degree that I, I feel like a lot of artists you don't and then and then he uses lines from his he, t- he talks about his past he talks about like his, his obviously his larger than life persona is, is is reflected in, in his, um, his, uh, his speeches or whatever mm-hmm. but he also just talks about things and you know talks about social media and whatever and yeah, it's who just, cares about followers and who likes. cares about, oh yeah fuck likes and fuck followers and that's an exact code yeah. and, and and everyone went crazy because like and he it was relatable stuff and he's just he's just talking and he's also using lines from his songs in his fillers to like when he's like giving his motivational speeches and stuff mm-hmm. so that the entire concert just also flows so well <laughs> Yeah, because he would always, more often than not, it seemed like he was, he would say a line, like a motivational speech, and then end it with a line that would lead into the next song. To the next song, exactly. And it just was, it was perfect. I think I would just pay to hear those motivational speeches Mm -hmm. by by themselves. Right. Because they were so fun. And I think, I think I asked Coleman this, because Coleman was, uh, Coleman was my roommate, and he, he was, he was adamant that he wouldn't want to go to Pitbull. So I asked him, and you were there, I think, and I said, "What do you think about it?" And he said, "Well, it's just his concert was just a party, mm-hmm. and that's what it felt like. It was, it was. He could get, he could have gotten every, every note wrong, every chorus wrong, for every single song, and it would not have mattered because it was just a party, mm-hmm. and everyone was just having a good time. No one cared about whether he's he's hitting the right notes or he's even singing the right song. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a party, and that that was that, that was." And I think he lives his sort of persona, doesn't he? Like mm-hmm. He lives like Mr. Worldwide. He's uh, like when he when he's there up there with dancers and stuff. Like he just lives his he 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 he's he performs. He he he, he gives what the crowd expects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would ag- I would agree with that. He his performance. He really embodied the kind of music that he. Uh, brings out which you know it seems like he basically brings out a lot of party music right it seemed like he wanted to party and he wanted to party with all everyone that was there you know it's funny because i think that's exactly what coleman said because coleman i mean Nicki minaj once said and this is what coleman told me that she was a stripper so she wrote songs because she says that she writes songs because there were no good songs to strip dance to so mm-hmm. she writes songs so that people can strip to. So she writes songs for strippers. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's the same with Pitbull. But he's like, I just want to party. And there's no good songs to party to. I'm just yeah. going to write the best party music there is. Yeah. And that's, uh, uh, and that's, I mean, that's exactly the point you were making. So that was Pitbull and Hollywood Bowl. What a venue. Oh, that was such a great venue. I mean, the fireworks at the end were amazing. Yeah, no, what a venue! And, and I, the, it's the Hollywood sign in the background. Yeah, uh, and and you, you, it was at night, and you could barely see it. But then there was this all the lighting, like reflected off of the Hollywood sign, mm-hmm. so you could see it. So what? I mean, yeah, what a venue! I went to the Hollywood Bowl a few days after that to see Pentatonix. Oh yeah, yeah, 
so I think yeah and pentatonics also like I mean I, I, what I mean great great singers each and every one of them I mean what you expect of like an acapella group but they were just so so good mm-hmm. and they're mostly known for their Christmas music but this wasn't really a Christmas show so mm-hmm. they did covers of other songs and they did Sweet Caroline and they got everyone singing Sweet Caroline along with it they did um, they did uh, um, they did We Will Rock You and they did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. and Bohemian they're they're Bohemian Rhapsody was just so so good really yeah and it's just it's amazing because I feel like some of these reimaginations of these these really great songs is is so good and it's just in 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 a different form and with acapella and with with these artists trying to just present their interpretation of it and I thought it was just fantastic and so and obviously it was a, it was a different vibe because it wasn't as much of a party mm-hmm. but it was just people enjoying their music did you have to stand up the whole time no we, we were sitting down the entire time oh really um, so unlike pitbull the yeah pitbull we were dancing and sit we were standing pitbull, and dancing the entire every, time like every single uh, we were dancing the entire time mm-hmm. like every single person was dancing the entire time mm-hmm. and that was the point it was a party this was more of a musical Experience, experience, experience. Like it's like going to almost like what the opera would be like. Yeah. So, uh, so it's interesting. Uh, so the person that opened for um, Pentatonics was was a um, he he uh, was a musician. He was also on the show Glee, mm. and I'm forgetting his name. Um, and he was a he was he was a recurring character on the show Glee. It was and he was such a good singer, and he was just. I mean, he, and he was just brilliant. So he was an acapella. He, he performed with his band, mm-hmm. but it was just amazing stuff. And that's what I was thinking because Iggy opened for Pitbull. Mm-hmm. And we both found it a little underwhelming, didn't we? Yeah, it really seemed like it was just her twerking up there and lip syncing yeah, to and her the music. Fact that she was lip syncing so much because I mean you can tell the difference when when between a live performance. Oh, I mean her like what the way that sh- her sound versus Pitbull's sound was. Oh yeah, I mean you could I mean you could tell when like whenever she would like talk into the mic and stuff. Yeah, but exactly. it seemed like her her sound like for her music when she was singing, and his was night and day almost yeah, and she and she also wasn't mouthing the right words it seemed like uh, yeah well the well that's uh so but again so this guy i and i keep I, I can't remember his name but was so so good and uh and pentatonics were brilliant and it's just the way they did it i think and they also got the so they they were smart because they did Sweet Caroline, they did We Will Rock You, they w- did uh, I Want It That Way. So songs that people could sing along to as well. Mm-hmm. So they got a lot of interaction from the crowd mm-hmm. because so it, w- it wasn't dancing, but people were singing along when when they wanted to sing along and stuff. So I think that they were, I think that was also, I mean, it was a great experience. That's how I would put it. And then you went to Austin. So... Oh yeah, Austin. It was it was crazy. I'd never really been to like an actual dance club before. You really? 
Yeah. So you know, normally they're they're Sixth Street, Sixth Street, which is similar to Broadway, uh, Broadway in Nashville. Right. Is usually just lined with musicians and live music. But I think we we decided I was with some friends and we decided that because of AC Austin City Limits going on that they didn't really that's why they didn't have much live music. But we ended up going to a couple of bars and dance clubs and dancing, um, which was really fun. Um, we went to this one um, that there might have been a famous like YouTuber or TikTok persons <laughs> that yeah, had like a roped off area, and me and my friend were like, we don't know who these people are, and we don't really care. But like, did all, they come ask you if you wanted a picture? She came. The one of them asked if my friend wanted a picture with him, and she was like, I don't, I don't know who you are. And it was it was pretty funny because we had no idea, but a lot of her friends' friends that were with us. Um, knew who they were and kind yeah of. i mean it's it's really interesting with social media stars because let's say you have a million followers right mm-hmm. that's a lot of people oh yeah that know you and mm-hmm. you suddenly like even let's say a hundred thousand mm-hmm. if you have a hundred thousand followers you are quite significant in terms of social media mm-hmm. and you feel like you have a, this wide following which you do yeah which you obviously do you have you i mean that's why they call them influencers you can you can pretty much influence those people well, uh, to an extent I, I, I mean to an extent i don't i i still i don't know how much i don't think you could actually influence. i mean you couldn't make them join a cult but you could subtly you know if you had something entertaining you, you know you could probably yeah. not you can nudge them yeah and people buy merch and things mm-hmm. um but like a hundred thousand followers you're, you're a big deal but you're not as big a you're a deal you're not as big a deal you're not a movie star mm-hmm. you're still a you i mean you can call call yourself a celebrity even but a very minor celebrity mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things because there's a lot of social media stars with a hundred thousand followers yeah so i think there's this difference in like their expectation of how they should be treated yeah. well you've heard about like the whole uh like these tiktok and social media like famous pe- like people will literally like call hotels and be like oh hey let me stay at your hotel for free and i'll post you about you on my social media and all these resorts are like no yeah yeah and <laughs> it's like and, and they also ask for free stuff and just it's 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 i think i think when you have to ask for it that that's it you're 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 not you're, you're not you're not yeah and hopefully when by the time you get to the point where you probably wouldn't have to ask for it you're like okay i'm gonna pay for it anyway yeah i mean that, that's the thing like if by the point you get when you get to the point where you don't have to ask for it you can probably just pay for it mm-hmm. right so it's 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 very interesting that uh people chase this sort of uh perks um, yeah. and whatever uh, they want to live the lifestyle of the rich and famous yeah as the song goes as the song goes um, so how was the how was the music festival it was it was good we went only for one day um we went and saw um what was their name goth baby or something like that i don't know. i don't know it was pretty fun they seemed like a pretty cool like festival band yeah um they were pretty much kind of poppy, um, a little. Um, I would say more indie, um, yeah. indie indie rock. I would say, and then we went to this other band called Muna, okay, which uh, was more rock. Um, yeah, and they were pretty good, um, though. And then um, 
we we took a break after that, and then we went to go see one of my favorite bands, Paramore. And how was that? And it was it was awesome. I mean, it was us and you know, a couple thousand people all crammed to see them, and um, couple they played. I'd, I'd expect more. I mean, I was just I, I was just putting up a number. There was definitely more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we were crammed and we could, I could, you know, I could barely see like the band members or anything um, yeah. from how far back we were. But the lead, the lead singer was so fun because she was just dancing and having a good time and, and, and everything. And they played a lot. Of, they didn't play all of their hits that I like, but, or all the songs that I like, but they played a lot of the, their hits and everything. And yeah. it, it was just really fun and, and really energetic. Um, and then the headliners for Sunday were Casey Musgraves and Red Hot Chili Peppers. And Red Hot Chili Peppers were pretty good. Yeah. Um, I only know a couple, you know, their most famous songs, though. Right. Um, Casey Musgraves, though, um, I know a few of her songs because I listen to quite a bit of country music. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just, I didn't like her performance that well. Yeah. Okay. So it, then, was, it, it was okay. Um yeah. But it seemed too, uh, like, compared to Paramore, where the lead singer was just kind of, like, head-banging and just, like, dancing all around, basically, yeah. in bet- you know, in between verses and stuff. Casey's was just a lot more choreographed. Uh, I see. So, again... It wasn't, you know, festival, you think, a little bit more, oh, loose, you know, loose, you know. And also, I mean, it's, it's again... I, I think that that a person who's a natural sort of entertainer and likes yeah. to perform versus someone yeah. who's a good musician. Yeah, it's like they have a good. The, I think I think that's the distinction between musicians and performers, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of musicians in well, a live setting perhaps don't bring well, the same. Well, you know, sort of, I don't know if you know this. Country music has a humongous culture of ghostwriting. Really? Yeah. So yeah. So basically, you write your songs to try to become like somewhat like to try to get a record deal, and then after like your first album, basically, yeah, you stop writing your songs, and you have other people start writing your songs. No, that yeah. once, once you have like a two like a following, so you, do you, think you that, stop writing it? So do you think because of ghostwriting's artists aren't that connected to their music? Or I think are, are, I think they can like it can it can happen where they're not. That yeah. connected. I just remember this one time I was listening to the radio, and they were talking about this one country singer and how he like was listening to these tracks, right? To like to record. And he's like, "No, that's the one." I was like, "Wait, <laughs> so he didn't write this?" Whereas, like this other one went, you know, who both of these are like, you know, top of the line performers, like have been around for two decades, like right. top of their top of their field in country music. And this other, she went on like a, you know, month long, like out in the woods, go and write songs, like retreat kind of uh, thing. And so it's, it varies by performer, but you you hear a lot of like performers and it's, it's really weird because they're not necessarily singing about what they've actually experienced. Yeah. No. I, and I think also like, I think, yeah, I, I mean, the point I was trying to make was there's also this element of. Perhaps some artists are just better in a studio setting, mm-hmm. and they can. That's that's their that's their that's yeah. where they feel most comfortable. That's where they can control things, and that's that's where th- their best music comes out. Mm-hmm. And some artists just like 
feed off of the energy of the crowd and, yeah, and give I, perhaps I music mean, better than what they would do in a studio. Yeah, I mean, you, I think it's very easy to make the the argument that some performers probably have state, like some stage musicians presence. have stage fright. Oh, stage fright, yeah. And, and, you know, or maybe aren't the most comfortable on a stage. Maybe, I think. And uh, so maybe they have to have certain, like, choreographed things or, and they can't really necessarily feel relaxed and loose during a performance as much. Yeah, but and I, I think that's interesting because a lot of people don't wouldn't associate straight, stage fright with musicians or because mm-hmm. they do it so much yeah because they but, do it so much you know they probably they probably do pro- ex- yeah they probably do to an extent i mean when you're going out in front of like five to ten thousand people yeah for you know and like they've all come to see you or like and they've the, all paid money to see they've you. all paid money then you kind of you know yeah i think i i agree with you I it can be scary it that could, you're not going to perform your best it could and you know that uh, i think every every person would have some sort of reaction to that many people seeing you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it can either improve you or or frighten you. Mm-hmm. There's you, there's no way you, a person is the same in a studio setting as in a in a life. Oh, there's yeah. no way. There has to be some difference. Exactly. So. So and. But yeah. the mu- music festival was really good. Um, Get really cool to see. Um, it's really cool because it's not like one genre. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas yeah. like Coachella is like all just like the really popular pop music, rap, the biggest hip hop, yeah, the the biggest like, stars and the yeah that kind of thing. Um, and then Stagecoach is literally that just for country music. Right. ACL is just kind of a hodgepodge of yeah any kind of genre, which is fun. So like there was a rap guy, you know, rappers going on. There was. That you know, Paramore is and I think more the, of the a rock. The best part about m- music festivals is smaller independent artists that you probably haven't heard of. Yeah, they them getting the, a stage they yeah they form. go on a lot more in the mornings and yeah. um and everything, which is which is really er, earlier on in the day, I would say, which yeah. is fun. So like a lot of the ones we went and watch, and there's actually a a girl at ACL that I had their, her most popular song that got on the radio. I actually started listening to about three months before it got on the radio on Spotify. Yeah. We didn't end up going to see her because she was, she was, she was on Friday, I think, or something like that. But it was like, Oh wow. Like I actually know who, who that artist is now. Cause I just know her one like really popular song. So (laughs) yeah. And, so and then today we saw we saw and then today we saw My Chemical Romance, which and, which was I think one of the most famous like punk rock. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I I wasn't super familiar with their music, but I mean again, great performers. Uh, yeah, they great were performers. really good performance. Uh, yeah. That lead singer just brings the energy. Yeah, and I think I think the lead singer just the, the level of energy he put in. Mm-hmm. And like it, it lifted up the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying at the beginning, after like the first few songs, it's really interesting. I noticed when I was at the music festival, it seemed like after three songs, then they would talk. And I think that's happened. That happened at the concert today too for My Chemical Romance. It was like after three songs, he actually stopped to talk. Yeah. And whenever he did, he was like, you know, I usually talk more at these, but it seems like you guys just want to party. Yeah, like that, that, that's a today. <laughs> and so like, we just went through like, a lot of songs. Like, his yeah his his music was just so energetic. Anytime he talked, because his energy was at one hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. 
to bring it back to 150 was hard. So he just stayed there. Yeah. And so he did never came down. He just he just stayed there at at 150 percent. And because anytime he'd stop, you know, there'd be like people just like sit down or whatever. Yeah, like the people in front of us. Yeah, the, you. <laughs> so people would sit down or just like you, you know, it, it's, it's it's just slow down, but. So he just went at it the entire time, mm-hmm. which I think was a great performance. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were talking about after the after it is. It was definitely a different clientele than Mr. Worldwide. Well, I think yeah, very, very well, different clientele. You know, However, My Chemical Romance is definitely known more for having the the more uh, darker, you know, it's e- emotional you kids that. crowd. You know, it's interesting you say that because almost all artists you can have a very specific clientele. So if I tell you you're going to a Harry Styles concert, you can almost think about the people that are going there. Mm-hmm. You can you can picture them. Mm-hmm. It'll be mostly young adults, young girls wearing those um, really colorful pants with the, the flare at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like just like you can almost picture it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, t- you talk about like Kanye or whatever. You can picture the people going to certain things. I think one thing that was surprising for Pitbull was the demographic was so so broad. There were fifteen-year-olds and there was a seventy-year-old in in white New Balances, mm-hmm. and there was like all races there. There's 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 majority women there, which I think is something I didn't expect. Yeah, and it's like all races, all people who spoke Spanish who didn't speak Spanish, who you know, it's like it's and it's just different age groups, and it was just such a wider reach and you can't really picture anyone and everyone belong there that was that was that's what was funny yeah yeah whereas uh i mean yeah most all, I mean, today, all the, all today the people at my chemical romance everyone was wearing black everyone was i and i was the and only person everyone in the entire kind of everyone white. had was you know kind of alt personality wise and and so yeah it was it was really fun it was it was it was definitely different than pitbull though yeah, um, I, I think so because it was, again, I think it was it was more of a. It's more of a cult following, which yeah, is a little specific. bit different. So all of the people that went have been listening to them so since they 2000. knew exactly what they were gonna sing. Well, they knew all of the songs yeah. because they they were really only together for like ten years. Yeah. So they knew all the songs. They've been listening to them for two decades. Right. Because a lot of them were older, you know, thirties, forties. You know, twenties, right? Um, and so they listened to them during their emotional teenage years, for sure. And so <laughs> it, it was just kind of diff- It was just a different clientele than Mr. W- you know Pitbull, who's like world famous and people all everyone knows his music, who has been to any kind of party. You know, yeah, exactly. So you know, it's interesting you say that because I think the, obviously people know his music, and then there were songs that came on, and everyone just went nuts. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because even when he sang Spanish and I would say 90% of people there didn't speak Spanish Mm -hmm. they were probably they had more fun with with a couple of Spanish songs than they would have I I think that's because Mr. Worldwide has almost like he he engages with with his audience Mm -hmm. like no one else like Mm -hmm. because he's talking to you he's like He's asking you to shout things whenever, he, like, yeah. so he's like he has this constant engagement with you that he controls your energy levels. Mm-hmm. 
and he he almost like uh, uh, people feel connected to that to that performer mm-hmm. so i think that's why so even if you don't know the song even because i didn't know any of the spanish songs yeah but it was just so much fun and probably so much more fun than you know songs that i even did know because it was just again it was the whole thing it was it was it was it was singing it was it was the the dancing it's just the party and and 20,000 people jumping up and down the entire yeah. time yeah where uh my chemical romance was definitely a full on rock concert it was full on rock concert <laughs> and it was it was, a, it was a lot of head banging but oh, it was yeah. also because it was such a strong cult following it was almost like people it, 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 it seemed was, like there was a lot more emotional connection tied with the music. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I think you know, it's more, like, yeah, is it like you didn't, you know, you it wasn't like something like for example, there were like two or three songs where these this group of guys were all hugging each other, singing along. Yeah, and I, it's I like, think there's definitely the, so there's an definitely, element of trauma. Yeah, that creeps uh, and the, the dealing with that trauma that this music helped them get through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, it definitely I would say affected more the uh, the the cult following and the people who follow yeah, My agree. Chemical Romance on a more emotional level. Whereas Pitbull is, you know, like you know all the songs and you know you have you know the motivational speech you know the words that are in it. But it's like you're having fun. Though. Yeah, but you're having fun, and so it's not like something that I would say like deep. You know, it doesn't deeply impact you as much it, it, it you i mean okay i would say like his emotional stuff uh when oh sorry pitbull motivational stuff like it's just one end of the spectrum right yeah, it's the it, high high yeah it was the it was the high more positives Higher, like it's more gonna you know you're gonna achieve what you know you're gonna achieve everything you want to achieve versus uh, my chemical romance is bringing up all those negative emotions that have yeah, exactly. stayed, that, I think that's a different that your your brain is wired because, to because like remember you you after the pitbull concert said i feel like i can achieve anything yeah exactly and that's that's exactly what pitbull's like for. it's so it's motivational as opposed to like uh yeah whereas it, after my chemical romance after the after it i was thinking to myself Hmm, I've gotten better emotionally since, yeah, exactly. I, since so as, uh, I was a teenager. So as a, so, I feel like something like My Chemical Romance would bring up your negative emotions or perhaps your a, a different set of emotions than, mm-hmm. than something a pipple where it was like... I So it's a funny story. I went to Imagine Dragons uh, March of last year. Uh, this year, March of this year, actually. And... You know, this this album Mercury that they came out with is a lot is about mental health, and um, so Imagine Dragons has a f- quite a few songs about mental health and stuff. So um, Dan Reynolds, I think his name is the lead singer. Um, mm-hmm. So he was um, so the lead singer basically was talking about in the middle of the middle of his set, talking to people and mostly young kids, and says, "Guys, you know, if you feel upset, if you feel." hurt or just like depressed talk to someone you're not alone like go, go talk to your parents talk to your friends go to therapy and then that generated a great uh, round of applause right so he's trying to tell kids that you know mental health is important and things like that mm-hmm. and Pitbull said fuck the haters and everyone just was like yeah that's that's what so it was just a very different sort of like Approach to the, probably the same problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pitbull said, "Fuck the haters," and everyone said, "Yeah, fuck the haters." <laughs> that's that's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Anyway, um, 
So what do you think? I mean, why do you think people are attracted to certain kinds of music? Why? Well, what? Well, I or, think or certain artists. A, a lot of what music I think touches is kind of the emotional emotions, like within you. Right. And uh, you know, like Pitbull touches on us wanting to have fun and having an energetic time, that sort Achieve of thing. Achieve great things. Achieve great things. Yeah. You know, um, you know if uh, what is it? Um, great day, every day above ground is. Oh it? yeah, every day above ground is a great day. What, Remember the, that. Yeah. So the, I, oh, yeah, so oh, he's been there th- through tough so, times. Yeah, he's so, been and, there, and, done and, that. Yeah. So but every day but going above through ground. tough ti- going through tough times, been there, done that. Yeah. Believe me, been there, done that. Uh, every but rem- every day above ground is a good day. Remember that. Yeah. I think my favorite line for from Pitbull, like I mean, again, there's so many, but one of the one of the top ones is ask for uh, ask for money, get advice, ask for advice, get money twice, Ooh, yeah. and it's so it's, it's so true because like. I mean, good advice will take you places. Yeah. And, you know, m- money probably won't. So that's, yeah. that's, that's so, it's so important. Yeah. Uh, um, but, wh- yes. Whereas, anyway. uh, I think My Chemical Romance uh, definitely speaks more to kind of a, a darker teenage, kind of rebellious phase right. um, and kind of the emotions associated with, negative emotions associated with growing up. That right. A lot of people have, as we saw, have experienced. So you think people listen to his music because of how it? So I mean, obviously. So I, I, I well, agree. Well, they they connect with it. They some, connect with it somehow. You know, and whether it's emotionally, spiritually, or like through their soul, however you want to say it, or so, maybe they just like a clever line or something. What if it's like EDM or it's EDM? It's, well, I think that's going with like it's similar to Pitbull, where like EDM is like. Them just kind of wanting to like dance and like or have instrumental fun. music or you know, well instru- <laughs> instrumental music also brings up emotions. I, I I feel I feel I agree with you. I think it's certain emotions. Well, okay, so let me. So I think the the, the artists that I really like, for me, it's I like storytelling. Mm-hmm. So I, I I love reading poetry. So uh, I love reading poetry. So for me, the music that I listen to is also exactly clever, poetic, you know, music. So I think. Are you into country music? Uh, kind of, yeah. So because like, it's it's known for its storytelling. Exactly. Songs. So I, I like that. St- I like that storytelling. I like that almost the poetic element. I think Pitbull makes a rhyme, and that's, and and his 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 lines are so clever. Mm-hmm. And so and that, that's what I really like, and I think. So I th- I really appreciate good lyricists. Mm-hmm. So I think w- one of the reasons why I think I or I think Taylor Swift is a great great musician is because her she I, I think she writes her own songs yeah. and she's a great lyricist and her music is almost poetic mm-hmm. and that's that's why I like it and Eminem for that's why I like it yeah. because it's it's Macklemore or, you mm-hmm. know Imagine Dragons or anyone because it's 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 a the storytelling b like that sort of poetry in the music that i appreciate because i i perhaps instruments or you know just instrumental elements wouldn't bring out emotions in me the way words would yeah and i I understand that so for me that's the kind of music i'm i'm attracted to and pitbull you know taylor swift eminem you know imagine dragons these guys bigger names because you know that's the way it is and but again music that's 
that's more lyrical that's more mm-hmm. more of a story what, yeah. what about you um i would say i'm i'm the same um but i usually a lot of the lyrics that i really like to like listen to i would say are always kind of speak toward a certain concept or theme so mm. for an example i really like country music that talks about small towns like where i grew up right um I really like um, a, a lot of hip hop is about like achievement, yeah. And so I like listening to those more of what, what the lyrics are trying to convey rather than what they're actually saying. Yeah, for me it's both. I think I, I think a the, the 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 emotion behind the lyrics is obviously important, and how the person sort of f- feels when listening to it is important but i think i i also like i'm a sucker for a clever line because oh, i think yeah. that's for me like i appreciate poetry and the, po- the poetry is always about you know building up to it and then the 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 the, the, the ending you know, with a punchline or something yeah and that's something that i really appreciate myself so yeah but i, I agree i think um yeah i think music is is so important to people mm-hmm. and I did. What I I mean, I I don't think any two people can have the same music taste. No, it's probably really. It's so idiosyncratic because yeah. I mean, you look at my likes or my like songs on Spotify, and it's every single kind of music. Almost. I mean, you have classical, you have punk rock, yeah. You have pop, you have country, yeah. You know, you have rap. Which is why I love I love musicals. Uh, in terms of movies as well, and I love their songs. Mm-hmm. I, like, you know, I love Hamilton. I love uh, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, well, even mm-hmm. like mo- like soundtracks within movies. Like the whole purpose of music and movies is to convey, is convey that story. emotion. Yeah. yeah, and you know, when what better way to do it than through a song yeah. that is resonates that. Yeah, I mean, and exactly. I think movies, like for example, like The Greatest Showman or Mamma Mia, or mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Hamilton as I said or yeah, the Grease or whatever like these movies have like great stories and then the music is so good uh, but it fits in it flows together and mm-hmm. that's I mean th- and I remember those songs because I, I really like those songs but also because they're part of that story so I remember it even better mm-hmm. so yeah I think I think I agree I think music is it's, it's just it's it's it can it's so f- interesting how music the same song can draw different emotions in different people because it's just everyone's experiences are different and they just connect to different things. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about? This is probably off topic here. How how do you listen to music? So like, equi- do you think there's this problem of accessibility when it comes to like music listening? Because the really good headphones or the really good speakers oh, would be I'm really not expensive. One, I'm not one of those that's you, like, uh, uh, that's like uh, yeah, the best way to listen to music is on vinyl. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, so that, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm not one of those people. I mean, my best. I always have a really good experience listening. I really like listening to the radio, yeah. for example, whenever I'm driving. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think... I, I just love it for some reason. It's just you know I love it whenever one of my favorite songs comes on the radio, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I used to. I don't listen to the radio in the U.S. I used to do that in India, mm-hmm. but I mean, for me, like, I love singing in the car, man. Like, that's yeah. that is just uh, there's something freeing about it. <laughs> it. It is. It's it's an amazing. I I love singing. I don't like singing. I don't usually sing alone, but I'm if I'm with someone that you know that also likes the same music. Yeah, that's that's something. But yeah, that that's. I I would say I mean whether you're listening to it to like your phone a speaker it doesn't whatever, matter it doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter to you uh listen uh and so it kind of does so for me mostly it doesn't matter but when I listen to certain songs using quality headphones or quality speakers I find depth I find I find I didn't even know like I find depth in songs that I didn't know, know existed like mm-hmm. I find like a, a certain small violin playing in the back that I'd never heard of before oh yeah so and just this clarity f- if for the mid-range and the, the, the you know like mm-hmm. the, for lyrical st- stuff so it makes the experience better but yeah. I don't think it alone can can make a difference. So I, I think you still need to enjoy the song by itself on the worst possible speaker mm-hmm. for you to really appreciate it when you when you go to like a, a yeah. quality listening right. st- as opposed to because like if you if you if if you get the best system and then still listen to music that you don't like, it's not going to make a difference for you. So yeah, uh, so yeah. I think it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But if 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 you want to, why not? But yeah. anyway. That's been that's been our it's been the last few weeks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, last few weeks have been musical. Yeah, they have been. Uh, it's been really interesting. I've never really, I've only been to a few concerts, and now I've been to like quite a few. Quite <laughs> a few. I've been to more concerts I think I've ever been to than um, in my life, and then I have over the last three weeks. I mean, that, that, it's also one of those adulting things, right? Because once you're once you're earning. You can spend on these things, which perhaps, yeah, it's like oh, well, I don't know. I just never really was a concert person, and then I'm like, well, it's actually kind of fun. I think it's also because we're living in LA. Yeah, and there's and like everyone comes through. Everyone comes through, yeah. As opposed yeah. to if you were still living in Oklahoma, in my little town. Yeah, it's like once or, a year someone would come. <laughs> we had um, the high school uh, choir reflections performing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think because we live in LA, we have this this giant inflow of like, yeah. Like, um, we could probably go to a concert every single night if we wanted to. Every single week for sure. Oh, but every like week. every single night, even is possible. Yeah, I mean, there's so I mean, there's so much live music. There's, there's so much live there, music. Yeah. yeah, but I agree. Just like Nashville or yeah. Austin. I I agree. I think that. But I think it's it's a it's a wider genre. Here, oh yeah, for sure, definitely. Like, yeah. I mean, those they play everything, but you know, there's a little bit. There's definitely a country bent in Austin and. In yeah, I, I I agree. Where LA is definitely more pop. LA is more pop, rock, and a little a bit a little bit more of everything. Yeah, a little bit more of everything. I would say it probably has a little less country because all the country people go to Nashville or Austin. That's yeah. uh, probably true. Yeah, so. uh, but yeah, LA is is a bit of everything. I think I think the venues are just. I mean, I I still think Hollywood Bowl is like a it's uh, a great it, venue. It's I I I I don't think I've been to a better venue. Period. Yeah. What, what, I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. Perhaps I don't know how acoustically it works, uh, how well it works, or what what not. Mm-hmm. But it's a phenomenal venue. Yeah. 
I would agree. But yeah, it was very pretty. Today, uh, it was it was interesting today as well. You know, basketball in the free, yeah, yeah. In, the, in, in the Kia Forum. Yeah, it was a bit different. Um, it it felt like just a normal kind of concert to me. Yeah, like, like most concerts are like Pitbull this. was. It felt like more like an event. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Pitbull, Pitbull is by itself like just a whole different. It, it it's it's just a party. Yeah, and it's like. The entire time people were dancing that's that's i mean i've never seen that at a yeah, concert honestly. like people dancing the entire time yeah like <laughs> people would basically kind of just stand around and bob their head or whatever in yeah that's songs most that concerts, they didn't yeah. know at the one we were at today but the yeah, ones like, that they did know it was like head banging head banging it's the arm pumps and arm pumps and stuff like that and the, and the torch lights yeah <laughs> that's so funny yeah but anyway this has been this has been the good few weeks um had uh oh I mean, yeah, it's been. What what else can we say? Like that music has been our, yeah. our thing for the last few weeks. So yeah. that's what so. we thought we should talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe the next few weeks we'll talk about. <laughs> I don't know something else. Yeah, like we'll it. talk about something else next time. But yeah, yeah, I think it's been a good talk about a good kind talk. of what's been going on and and yeah and music. <laughs> but yeah, music. I think and I think. Uh, do you listen to, uh, Just the last ending thought Do you listen to music When you work Yeah a, a study Okay yeah For me I couldn't do it When I studied Because well, I can't do it When I read Yeah for I me can't s- It's really It's actually like st- A study show That it's re- You really can't Read While you have Lyrical music yeah, lyrical music, exactly. And I only listen to lyrical music. So yeah. for me, like, I couldn't do it when I studied at all. Yeah. A lot but of now that I'm. When I read, I listen to classical. That's when I listen to classical. Classical? Well, yeah. So now that I work, like, I can work with music on. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm, like, typing mostly. So I'm, I'm like, thinking kind of, like, I just, like, I don't know if I've gotten better at it, but, like, because I'm not absorbing information yeah. that much, I can, I can. But yeah, music. Um, I don't know. I think music, music, just guys, just music helps a lot of people, and mm-hmm. just make sure you value, give yourself time to listen to some good music because can be pretty valuable. It can be pretty. It is pretty valuable. So yeah, just like when if if you guys have an opportunity to listen to and to to an artist that you like in uh, or you know see an artist that you like, then I think you should take it. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, it's All been right. fun. I think. Um, t- okay, so the last ending question: Pitbull still the best concert you've been to? Yeah, it it was just it was <laughs> it, it was just different. Yeah, um, I really liked My Chemical Romance. I'm not. I don't think I'm much of a festival person. Uh, yeah. Um. But Pitbull, it, the energy was just insane. Yeah, I think I think it was insanely because it was like. You know, for like their top songs like Black Parade and Teenagers, like every you know, and a bunch of others, like the energy was spiked. But then he would like slow it down every now and then for My Chemical Romance, yeah, yeah, for My Chemical yeah, Romance, yeah. and it would it was like okay, like you know. But yeah. then Pitbull, it, it just seemed like every single song was just like was just a complete party. Yeah, no, and I I, I still think so. I, I think My Chemical Romance were phenomenal like mm-hmm. uh, like it was just a phenomenal experience but yeah again pitbull just what a performer what yeah a guy. exactly mr worldwide anyway uh so yeah we'll, so we'll catch y'all next time catch y'all um, next time and we'll see what we talk about next time <laughs> eat